Welcome to the Your Next Best Step podcast, where it's all about real experiences, real lessons, real hurdles, and everything in between. I'm Teresa Cantley, and I'm bringing you over 20 years experience in business, leadership, and marketing to help you shift out of your corporate thinking and into being an entrepreneur so you can maximize your results, build and empower your team, and make a bigger impact. It's time to turn your ideas into innovation, and that's only the beginning. So let's get started. Hello, and welcome back to Your Next Best Step podcast. I am your host, Teresa Cantley, bringing you weekly episodes talking all about building a better culture, a healthier culture in your business, creating an iconic customer experience, and also creating a strategy that aligns with the vision that you have and the difference that you want to make with your business and everything in between. So today I wanted to talk about, because there's so much going on in the world, I wanted to talk about what it's really going to take to keep moving forward and to keep going and to have a profitable business with everything that we are experiencing right now in the world. I mean, you hear a lot about rising costs, uh, struggling to get employees. There's a lot of uncertainty going on with what's happening over uh, in Europe, in the Ukraine, um, and just how that's just disrupting all kinds of things across the world. Um, And as well as a lot of supply chain disruptions. I just listened to a uh, a webinar last week. I don't remember if it it was with Entrepreneur or Inc. Magazine or and they were talking about all of the supply chain disruptions and, you know, how the ports over in California are still backed up. And, you know, they were talking about kind of getting through this crisis. Um, but I wanted to talk about, you know, what's happening with all of these things. I mean, gas is going up. The cost of freight is going up. Um, costs of food um, and just prices for, for everything are going up. Um, and at the same time, people want to get out. People want to get out. They want to, um, they want to enjoy each other's company, people that they haven't seen in a while. They want to kind of get back to more of a normal, that's what you want to call it, a normal way of life. Um, and just be able to get together with people. So we have on one hand, we have businesses who are struggling because costs are going up. They're struggling to find employees. They have to pay people more. And with the rising costs of things, that's kind of coming together and and creating some issues. Supply chain disruptions. So you have that on one hand. And then the other hand, you have people who just want to live life, people who want to escape the stress of what's going on, Um, people who want to see each other and get together with each other because you never know what's going to happen. You know, everybody wants to get back to normal, but the truth is, is that you know, with everything that we went through with COVID, who the heck knows what's going to happen moving forward? And now, you know, we're dealing with this war going on over in Europe and the devastation that that's causing from a humanitarian standpoint. And just, you know, it's just, it's just a lot. It's a lot that we're going through. And I know I've talked to many business owners who are worried about this, everything that's happening and how this is going to disrupt their business because they've already struggled and in in many cases are still struggling 
to be profitable and keep moving forward and just being faced with everything that's going on in the world. And it's asking the question of, are we going to be able to do this? Are we going to be able to keep our doors open? And the truth is, yes, you will. You will be able to keep your doors open. If you don't operate in that business as normal, and if you don't operate in crisis mode, which are the two things that I hear a lot of people saying, we're operating in crisis mode. We're operating in, you know, this is, this is emergency that we're, that we're going through right now. Or we just want to go back to business as usual. We just want to go back to, we just want to go back to business as normal. And the truth is, if you operate in either one of those things, it is not going to work. You're going to have more struggle. You're going to have more cash flow issues. You're going to have more problems trying to get product in, and you're not going to be able to serve your customers the way that you want to and really the way that they need. I mean, people are craving connection and they're, cra- they're craving consistency. They're craving, you know, for um, convenience. They want to, people want to be able to go out, enjoy food, enjoy a, a meal, enjoy time with friends you know, go shopping and really, you know, have that connection with people. So if we function as business as normal, if we function in crisis mode, then what we're doing is number one, we're telling ourselves that we need to keep struggling. Okay. Really what you're putting out there is that you're giving, you know, all the reasons why you need to continue to struggle if you're functioning in crisis mode. Um, and then the other thing is, if you want to go back to business as normal or business as usual, how business was, you know, prior to March of 2020, you're playing with an old rule book. You're playing with an old playbook that doesn't exist anymore. And you need to catch up. You need to catch up to what's going on now. And you need to create a new way. So many things have happened. So many changes have happened. And if you try and go back to what you used to be because things are opening up, because we're able to do more things now and and a lot of the mandate, the mask mandates and stuff have been lifted. If you do go back to how things were, you're not going to survive. You're just not going to survive because so many things have changed. And again, because of the things that are happening in the world, And because of our global economy and because of these things that are happening in the world, other things have been impacted, such as rises in in fuel costs, rises in, in costs of product. So supply chain disruptions. So what can you do to navigate these challenges that we're being faced with right now, as well as continue to show up and do what you can for your customers the best way that you absolutely know how. So the first thing is, is number one is diversity. You need to diversify the people that you're buying from. I know a lot of businesses would, you know, particularly in the restaurant industry would buy from one purveyor. They would get everything from one purveyor. Right now with everything that's happening, you have to be open-minded and be willing to diversify who you're buying from. Diversify who you are getting, whether it's office supplies, whether it's food or, um, you know, 
product for your store or whatever it is, you have to be willing to diversify. We also have to be willing to diversify our income streams, not necessarily relying on one income stream, but thinking outside of the box of how you can add additional income streams into your business so that should one income stream shut down, you still have other ones going on. For example, if you are a retail store, maybe your additional income stream, you have your live shopping where people are actually coming into your brick and mortar, but then you have e-commerce. But maybe you also have, let's say you know a lot about a particular topic, so maybe you even have a line, an, an income stream, where you're actually creating some kind of educational product that you can sell. This is where you need to get creative. So diversity in income streams, diversity, diversify in who you are buying things from, as well as diversify diversity in people, diversity in ideas. Just because people haven't necessarily worked in your particular industry does not mean that they shouldn't be considered for employment in your business. The thing that we need to focus on when you are looking for people is more of the human skills, the values, those things that they feel are important. I always tell people, I can teach hard skills. I can teach anybody to do anything, but I can't teach drive. I can't teach motivation. I can't teach dedication. I can't teach creativity. Those are all things that you want to look for. And here's the thing. When you have diversity in your business of backgrounds of people, of experiences that they've had in the past, that's how you can bring new ideas into the business. That's how you can have diversity in ideas. Again, functioning as you always have will not give you those diversity of ideas, those new ideas that you can bring into the business that will continue to bring revenue into the business. So first one is diversity. The second one is <laughs> creative. You have to be creative. You have to think to yourself, what, how can we do things a little bit differently? Okay. Again, that creativity goes along with diversifying your income streams, not necessarily focusing on just one income stream. Businesses that have just one income stream are always going to be chasing and wondering when, you know, what's going to happen should some kind of impact, whether it be a pandemic, a war, you know, um, increases in costs or whatever, they're always going to be worried about where their revenue is coming from. But if you diversify and you have, and I'm not saying you need 10 income streams, but if you have two income streams, maybe even three income streams, you can, and as long as they all align with each other, you can make sure that the business always has cash coming in. There's always an influx of cash coming into the business and there's never a, a complete halt of it, which is what a lot of businesses experienced when everything got shut down. Restaurants, it was like nothing was coming in and people had to rush around trying to get some other kind of revenue generating. So getting creative, okay, and, and having that creativity in thinking, thinking outside of the box. 
Number three is, and I said this to somebody the other day, do more with less. So taking a look at your operations, taking a look at how you do things and focusing on where do we have too many steps in a process? Where have we overcomplicated our service or how we do things, how we work with customers, how we check someone out at a register? Where have we overcomplicated and how can we make things more streamlined? Remember, people are craving connection and convenience, right? So if you have too many steps in your process for, again, checking someone out, waiting on someone in a restaurant, whatever, getting food out to someone in a restaurant, whatever that looks like, if you have too many steps and you've overcomplicated it, that's when there are breakdowns. That's when things get complex, people get frustrated, and that's when we have problems. If you make things too complicated and too complex and you have too many steps, you also end up costing yourself more money than really needs to happen. Why? Because maybe it's taking multiple people to do one thing when really you only need one person to do it. Maybe it's costing more time to do something when it could be done in a shorter period of time. There could be shorter, uh, less amount of steps from point A to point B. So taking a look at your operations, taking a look at how you do things and doing more with less. And that takes into account the creativity. It also takes into account the diversity. You can see these all go together. So doing more with less. And I'm not saying We don't need to automate the crap out of our business. I don't agree with that either. There's a lot of people out there that are teaching to just automate everything. I don't agree with that. What I do agree with or what I do teach and believe in is that we can look at our business and say, how can we do things better? Because if we look at our business and we say, how can we do things more efficiently and effectively to get a better result for our customers, for our employees, for our team? How can we look at things and streamline them so that we're getting an even better result when we go from point A to point B? So like I said, there's a lot of people out there that are saying, you need to automate your emails. You need to automate your messaging. You need to automate this. You need to... No, because you know what? When we automate the crap out of everything, we take the human piece out of business. And we don't want to do that. We want to humanize business. We want to have that human element in there. And how do we do that? By focusing on more connection with people. So if we can streamline things and we can look at how we're handling things and make things less complex and complicated, that gives us more time to connect with our customers. That gives us more time to connect with the rest of our team. So doing more with less. And the last piece is, and this is a big one, And we talked about this in the last episode, planning. So taking a look at, all right, what do we need to do? What what income streams do we have? All right, what are the things that are generating revenue for us in our business? What are the big expenses that we have coming up? What are we going to, and, and not worrying about what's happening, I mean, necessarily in the rest of the world, but looking at our business and saying, okay, 
We know we have, our costs have gone up. We know we have to make a large purchase in the next month because we have these big events going on. How can we manage things better? And here's the thing. We do want to pay attention to what's happening in the economy, what's happening in the world. However, many times over, when we pay attention and we're looking at that, we can freeze from fear, from fear about what's going on, what's potentially going to happen. And then what do we do? We don't take action. And we let that fear come into our business. And then what do we do? We function in crisis mode, which is what we talked about in the beginning of this episode that we don't want to do. So what do we need to do instead? We just need to plan. Don't do things on the fly. I mean, yes, pivoting and doing things on the fly are two different things, all right? We want to just have a plan, a plan of, okay, we know these things are, going, are coming up. We know these expenses are coming up. We know potentially we have this much coming in in revenue based on the revenue generating events that we have. So how can we bring the two together? How can we bring the two together so that we have, this is live people, my dogs are barking, um, so that we have an idea of and can manage what's happening in our business based on the activities that we have going on. So the four things that we want to think about and what's really going to get us through this time, and really whether it's, it's things that are happening now or if something else comes in or whatever it looks like, we want to make sure that we have diversity, diversity in ideas, diversity in income streams, diversity in our supply chain. We want to make sure that we are using our creativity to come up with and always be forward thinking, not staying in the current circumstance and being afraid of what's happening around us and letting that impact our decisions that we make in our business. Number three, doing more with less looking at our operations and thinking, how can we make things less complicated? Number four is making sure that we're constantly looking and planning. And I'm not saying you're going to have this rigid plan, but making sure that we know and we are forward thinking to say, this is, the, this is what we know is going to be coming into the business and this is what we know that we need to spend on the business. And really having a plan. So I hope this episode helped you. I know we are going through some very tumultuous times and some major challenges, but as I always say, and I believe this wholeheartedly, any adversity that comes our way is a chance for us to create an opportunity. It's a chance for us to design things, build things, make things, um, redefine things, much, much better than they've ever been. Adversity is what puts action into motion, action that we probably wouldn't have taken if we didn't have that adversity. So let's use this. And I know you got this. You got this. Like, yes, costs are going up. Yes, supply chains are disrupted. Yes, there's a lot of uncertainty. But let's use this time, these adversities that are coming our way, these challenges, to create more opportunity, to do our part, no matter how small or how big, to make a difference in the world. And if we all focus on that, if we all focus on those small things that we can do, starting in our business, we can then have it pay forward and push out into the world. And hopefully 
if everyone does that, eventually we can make this world a much better place. So, and the world needs some really good energy right now. So let's put it out there. All right. Thank you so much for joining me. And I look forward to seeing you next week. Take care. Hey there, it's Teresa, and I'm so glad you're here. I'm so glad that you join me every week to listen to this podcast. This podcast has been a dream of mine, and when we hit episode 100, I was super, super, super excited, and I know now we are on our way to episode 200. If you like what you hear, and I know you do because you're here, I would love, love, love if you could head on over and leave us a review, either on iTunes, on Google Play, on Stitcher, on whatever it is that you're listening to, um, listening to this podcast. I would absolutely love it. When we get reviews, when we get, you know, five stars, it, it enables us to show up higher in the different categories so that more people can find us and we can make a difference in more small business owners' lives. So I would love, love, love if you could go on and leave me a review. And also tell me what you love, tell me what you what you wanna hear more of and how I can help you because that's what I'm here for. I am here to give you real life experiences, real life coaching, real life stories from my work, my experience helping small business owners to build their business, but also helping to, or me actually building and growing several of my own businesses. So if you love what you hear, please go over and leave a review. It would be absolutely amazing. It would mean so much to me, but until next week, take care and I will see you soon.